Hey, my name is Dr. TK, and on this podcast show, we will uncover abundant mental health business tools to help you become the person you were meant to be. I am a mom and wife who took the knowledge as a clinical psychologist working for a government agency and being a professor for over 18 plus years into building a multi-six-figure mental health business. My goal is to remove the employee mindset and replace it with an abundant CEO mindset. We will uncover the good, the bad, and the ugly of business ownership. I believe that you can make a wildly abundant living and become unapologetic while also dreaming big, enjoying life, and making a huge impact in your community. This is the Therapists Deserve Abundance Podcast. Hey, welcome back to my channel. My name is Dr. TK, licensed clinical psychologist, and I will be your abundance coach today. Now, today we're going to be talking about seven ways of how you can make more money as a mental health provider. One of the reasons why I chose this topic is that a lot of therapists are bottlenecking in their business. Bottlenecking is simply put, you may have had a job, you still may have a job, you have a part-time or full-time nine to five, and then you take that same mentality and you bring it over into your business, expecting that your company, your business will run like the agency that you worked for. But unless you were the director of the program, unless you were at the higher level admin, you probably don't even know the ins and outs of the back office of your business. Therefore, you're just running around bottlenecking and working your way on a hamster wheel and never finding your way off the wheel. So in today's video, we will be exploring seven different ways of how you can diversify your portfolio in terms of streams of income. So let's go ahead and dive in. So number one is book sales. So you may be wondering, hmm, am I an author? Do I want to write a book? Or maybe you already wrote a book. Do I want to write another book? So I'm going to throw out some questions to you. And if the answer is yes to any of these, odds are you're more ready to write a book than you thought. So have you been working with a client before and you found yourself typing up an activity to then email to them, maybe even typing up an email or uploading it to a client portal? Have you found yourself verbally giving a client homework activities, and then you wrote journal notes, maybe in a side notebook. If the answer is yes to any of those statements, odds are you have a book in your phone. You have a book probably on your computer, maybe even on your Google Drive. For myself, I realized over time, I was giving away a lot of additional information that my clients were to do to implement the strategies that I would teach them in the therapy session. But I also realized that those were the same strategies that would position me as the expert to serve a specific population, solve a particular problem, and then also it would open me up to be able to get in front of new potential clients and or agencies or other opportunities because they see that my work is physically in a book. Another thing that you can think about in regards to why a book may be important to your career is that nowadays a book can serve as your business card. So could you imagine going to an event and or meeting someone and you say, can I have your mailing address? And then you either physically hand it to them if you're in person or you mail them the book and that is their introduction to who you are and what you do well. Number two, digital downloads. And so I know we are in a digital space right now, but at the end of the day, a lot of people prefer to do things 
sometimes on their own and or on their own pace in terms of when they want to do it, when they want to start it, when they want to end it. And so could you imagine if maybe those same activities or similar activities that we talked about in writing a book in number one, what if you were able to extract a few of those and sell them as digital downloads? Maybe you feel like you don't have enough to put into a book, so you start selling digital downloadable information, whether it be eBooks or activities, homework assignments. So for example, if you do cognitive behavioral therapy, there may be activities for your clients to track their thought patterns. If you focus on mood irritability, such as depression, maybe you create something that's downloadable that is very familiar to your clients in terms of what you do. You can also offer that to the general public and you can let them know the value of being able to track their mood because it will solve a problem. So digital products is the thing that is in right now. And I would highly encourage you first to look at what have you been given away for free? What have you been given away in homework activities that you could give in terms of an exchange of payment to the general public, but they do not have to be your client, nor does it require you to do a intake with that particular individual. Number three, one of my favorites, speaking engagements. By far, this is one of my top diversified streams of income. Now, when I think about speaking engagements, there can be different types. You can be a keynote speaker, but you can also just be a speaker on a panel. So for example, a keynote speaker would be the person who may speak last at an event, or if it's a multi-day event, they typically still go at the end of the day. They bring everybody into one room. Let's just say if all of the rooms were broken out into breakout sessions, and this person pretty much wraps up the entire day or the event. A keynote speaker can also be someone who speaks like at a graduation. And so the question would be, do you want to be the keynote speaker where odds are there won't be a lot of dialogue or would you prefer to obtain speaking engagements in the community through agencies, through workshops um, that you can host collaborating with other individuals or businesses. And so don't sleep on speaking engagements because again, you have a level of expertise simply by going to school, getting all of these hours, and then starting your own practice potentially and or working someplace else. But you, I'm sure, have a niche of what you are good at and who you love to serve. All right, so number four is another one of my favorites, and I kind of alluded to it in number three when we were talking about speaking engagements, which is community workshops. So I'm actually just gonna give you an example of how community workshops can benefit you if you have a private practice as well and can generate referrals. So I've partnered with a variety of nonprofits from places in which they have clinicians going to K through 12 schools. I've also currently, I'm collaborating with a nonprofit in South Central Los Angeles, where we provide trauma-informed care training and additional training to the clients and the staff to help them be able to understand all the variety of things that are going on with the clients, which may prevent them from successfully reintegrating back into the community. So one of the upper hands that I have, and which is why they sought me out, is that they know that a lot of their clientele need to talk to someone, but they may not have the funding to bring me in. And I may not also have the capacity to serve their clients one-on-one. So what I choose to do is get very creative and I will position 
continuous workshops on a variety of topics. Maybe the topics recycle itself every cohort of clients or once a month or once a quarter. I will go in there, let's just say once a quarter and do those trainings and they pay me for it. So yes, you can get paid for what you do well, serving people one-to-one and then transitioning at least a percentage of your services to one-to-many. Number five, number five is about collaborating with additional agencies. So what you will see is that some of the ones that I've brought up today will build upon one another. So earlier in number four, I've mentioned how you can provide workshops. In number five, collaborating with agencies is let's just say you have a private practice. Instead of you depending on all of your clientele, all of your services and referrals coming from your marketing, maybe you can connect with agencies in which they can send referrals to you. Or as I mentioned, you can take your services on the road into the community. And if they have the budget for it and you have the capacity for it, you can actually serve an agency's clientele because it might be a little easier for them to just contract you out as a W-9 contractor. You already come in with a certain level of expertise. You've already positioned yourself as the expert that can solve their client's problem. And then they can just do an exchange of payments for services. So that's also clearly one of my favorites because you're not restricted to the confinement of a therapy office or as I'm taping right now in my home office. You can really get out there. You can do things online. You can do things virtually. And more importantly, you can go beyond serving people one-to-one and moving to -to one-to-many. All right, number six is online course. And so this is something you definitely want to consider if you have something that you want to teach, some, something that you want to coach someone on. Some people can have a live coaching programs. You can have a blended coaching program where it has a portal and live coaching, or you can do a fully self-paced program. However, you want to be able to create a framework. A framework is really important. So for example, if I join your course, how will I know when I am done? So for example, in the Dope Therapist Academy, even though it's for therapists, we have a framework called B-R-A-N-D, Blueprint in terms of building the five-year plan for your business and where it's going and who you want to serve and maybe even what kind of streams of income you want to have. The R is for reaching your ideal client. So we talk about marketing, funnels, and all the things to get in front of your clients, including the consultation process. And then A is for automation. We make sure that your business on the backside runs like an operating system as much as possible without you having to be there. And then N is for you identifying, well, what is your niche and how now can you position yourself to let people know that you are the expert in a particular area And you can venture out into these other streams of income. And then the D is for delegation. In order to go beyond six figures, which I hope is your goal, you definitely need help in your business. So in terms of online courses, it's not something that I would highly encourage you to jump straight into. I definitely would not encourage you to just hop into an online course and create one. But I definitely believe that by you potentially looking at what you've done with clients, looking at the work that you've done with workshops, giving out activities that can technically be a book. All of these things can then build an online course later, okay? So I definitely wanted to put that out there because a lot of therapists want to have an online course, but it can be a little scary because there are no 
APA ethical guidelines yet in terms of crossing over to coaching. But quick disclaimer, you definitely want to let people know that even though they see you as a therapist, because that's what your title states, it doesn't mean that you are their therapist. So last one is for number seven, groups. And this is where we really bring it home with one to many. And so why are groups important? For one, if you don't have the capacity to serve a lot of individual clients, that also means that you can treat the same problem in a shorter time frame, and you can allow clients to network with one another and create an internal inside your private practice, for example, a support system, because that is the goal, right? Is that when they're done with therapy with you, they will then venture out and have their own support system. Because I think that we should never be promoting to clients that therapy will be forever and that they need therapy, even though therapy is very helpful. And so group programs can be in the form of therapy. It can be in the form of support groups, but make sure that you're able to differentiate the two because if it sounds like therapy, that means that it is therapy. And then some people venture off into having group coaching programs. So one example that I typically give around how I created both of my group coaching programs, one is for private practice, one is for streams of income, and there are different levels of clinicians that are in both of those programs, is that I was serving people individually first. I wanted to get an understanding of what they needed to grow and go to that next level in their business mindset or lifestyle and or lifestyle. And what I recognized over time was that a lot of my clients were asking me the exact same question over and over and over again. So I received a download that said, hey, why don't you check in with them and see if they want to be part of a community? Or why don't you put it out there that you now have this community and it's group? It's no longer one-on-one. And that was the birth of the Dope Therapist Academy. The same thing happened for my mastermind coaching program. These are clinicians who are tapping into other streams of income or group practice, but with the streams of income, it is specifically related to digital products. And so with that said, again, I had individual clients. I was personalizing their session. There was no online course portal. And then I realized over time that as they heard about one another, they started requesting to meet the other clinicians. I did not have a platform for them to do so. So when a new year came around in terms of a fiscal year, I decided to launch the Elite Therapist Coaching Mastermind at the end of 2020. And we had our very first group cohort throughout 2021, now up to date second cohort to 2022. So I hope that from me going over these seven items that you have an idea of what's possible and there are a lot more, but one of the other reasons why I wanted to talk about various ways in which therapists can make a whole lot of money is that we are trained to do all things one-on-one. We are trained to only do therapy and in school, unless you had a dope professor, they really don't help you explore what else you can do. And so I want to empower you to tap into any of these seven that we talked about today. I also want you to subscribe to the channel. If you liked this information, make sure that you click that notification bell so that you can be alerted anytime that I publish new content. And also let me know out of the seven in the comment box, which one do you want to try or that you've already tried and you just want to get better at it. So I would love to hear from you and I will see you in the next video.
Bye. Listen, I am over here dancing. You just finished another epic episode of the Therapist Deserve Abundance podcast. Now, I don't know about you, but that flew by way too fast. So if you want more, head over to drtk.com for additional abundant resources. And if you are looking for a tribe of abundant therapists like yourself to bounce around ideas and tap into another level of business growth abundance, be sure to join our Facebook community exclusively for therapists. The link is waiting for you at drtk.com. Come.